and welcome back to Music Free Static. I hope you're having a fabulous day, and we're back for another spoiler-filled discussion of this show, Ahsoka. We're going to be talking part three today, and yes, it's all Ahsoka all the time here on Music Free Static, for, because I am loving this show. I really am. In episode three, part three, did not disappoint me in the least. And of course, as the show is going live, part four should be out now. So you can catch up and jump in and see how all of my predictions fail. Hey, it's going to be cool. But, oh man, th this part three was amazing. I love part three. I, mean, I love seeing hey, Purgles in live action. And not just, oh, they're in the distance like they were in The Mandalorian. Oh no, we got up close and personal with Purgles, and it was really, really cool. And I don't know, it, it just says something cool about Star Wars, or maybe Dave Filoni or something, that something as ridiculous as Space Whales from the cartoons, animated show Rebels, could come into live action and look really cool. So, yes. Gotta love, gotta love the Purgles, and they actually, you know, are sort of important because apparently the route to go find whatever galaxy Thrawn and maybe Ezra got thrown into is on a Purgle migration path. So, yeah, the Purgles are actually important to the story. It's awesome. Ah, oh, cool, cool stuff there. Um, but that's not the only cool thing that we got in this in this episode we got the answer to whether or not sabine is actually force sensitive or not as the case may be and in the, the case may be that she is not force sensitive really um at least no more than any other regular person in the in the galaxy she can't uh, this is her problem she can't feel the force she can't feel it she says the way ahsoka does but Ahsoka is training her because the Force is in all living things. But talent matters. This is sort of the discussion that we've had. Um, talked about this a little bit with uh, the part one and two discussion. And I've had some of these discussions in other places. So, yes, the Force is in all living things. But you need talent to, to really be able to feel it and reach out naturally without that you really are going to have to get in and train and that's where sabine is sitting right now she's having to get past that that natural barrier of i just don't feel it at all to get to i could feel it maybe and we had a fun little training montage or not maybe not montage but training sequence of Ahsoka working through lightsaber forms, training with a helmet with a blast shield down, <laughs> with the, if I can't see, how can I fight? Right? This is calling back to Luke <laughs> in A New Hope. It was kind of fun. But I, I said last week that Sabine's not going to be learning how to move rocks and things like that. Turns out, actually, she is. <laughs> She's... She was trying to uh, move a cup with the Force. It didn't work, but she is 
uh, she's working to do that. She's trying to do that. But she doesn't have the natural talent with the Force that someone like Ahsoka or Anakin or Luke have. So she's having to really work through all of that all of that stuff to get there. Now what I'm I'm a little bit afraid of is that she's going to have the sudden breakthrough moment in the middle of a fight. <laughs> and suddenly the force is opened her and she rocks on. This is sort of like if you've ever watched the Pokemon anime where Ash and one of his Pokemon are, are fighting in a Pokemon battle and suddenly even though his Pokemon is struggling and then suddenly it evolves and rocks the world of his opponent. That's a little bit of a cheap cop-out <laughs> in some ways and I'm really hoping we don't have that sort of breakthrough right in the right when she needs it type acceptance evolution appearance of actual force abilities uh, for Sabine but I do like that she is the, that they acknowledge she is not a force sensitive kid this she is not someone who I think Hu Yang says the Jedi Order would not have accepted her and that's it's really cool that we're stepping into this larger world of no, the Jedi Order would not have accepted her. But that's okay. <laughs> she can train to and work through that anyway, right? It's like some people are naturally stronger, naturally faster, naturally can feel the Force. Sabine is not in that latter group, so this is exciting. Now, I've got one nitpick. I can understand her. The, the nitpick is that she's she's not as they're, they're showing her as being not quite as capable with her weapons uh, with weapons training both, both with the lightsaber and with um, the blaster on the ship because they have her man a tail gun at one point I says okay I guess they call it call it out for being maybe a little rusty which, to be fair, the war has been over for a few years and she has not been fighting. So <laughs> it's not like she has been in a constant war since uh, the Empire fell after, well, after the Battle of Endor, more specifically after the Battle of Jakku. So, but she wasn't involved in any of that. She stayed on Lothal. They they've won the Battle of Lothal. They've, I think, according, according to the epilogue in uh, Rebels, they prepared for a, an Empire Strikes Back moment, really. They, they pre were ready for the Empire to come back and lay the smack down, and they were fortifying and getting ready for it, and that never came. And so they, she was pretty much on... She's been on Lothal not fighting for years. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I could understand a little bit of rust, but, you know, still fun stuff there.
Also, she was not in her armor in any of this, <laughs> any of this part. Um, can understand the, okay, she's training and she's in basically gym clothes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, I want, they're flying in to go check out the, uh, the planet where all of the map stuff is supposed to be going down with the villains. And she's in the jumpsuit, but she doesn't have the actual armor on it. Okay, she's Mandalorian. They practically live in their armor. Again, we're not talking like full uh, children of the watch like uh, Din Djarin, but you look at all of the history of Mandalorians that we've seen and heck, Sabine's history in Rebels. So, you know, but I don't think uh, that's going to last long. I, I'm fully expecting here in part four, and for those of you who have already watched it as this episode drops, uh, we'll probably know. Yep, she's probably back in the armor in part four because they know trouble is coming. And the trouble is coming because of the happy space battles they had in this episode. Ooh, I love me some happy space battles. One of the reasons I got into Star Wars, I mean, I, it, well, heck, I've been watching Star Wars since I was old enough to care what movies were. I mean, the first movie I ever saw in theaters was A New Hope. Now, I was wee little baby, but still. But one of the things I love about Star Wars is the space battles, because I've wanted to be a pilot the whole, my whole time growing up. I eventually decided that wasn't going to be for me. But I wanted to be a fighter pilot. And so watching all of the happy space battles in Star Wars was my jam. And we get space battles again. And they are very much looking like the World War II type um, dogfights that George Lucas based Star Wars dogfights off of. Right? He used World War II... Uh, shots is, is basically his animatics for the shots he was using in Star Wars. And we get a look that fits very much into that, that, that historical feel for Star Wars. And heck, some of the ships, one of them, I think, I, I think it was Hotties, shit, Hotties Starfighter was the same type of starship that uh, General Grievous used. The, that really looks like an old World War II prop fighter without the prop, of course. And man, it was a it was a really really fun fun battle. And one of the things I really really liked about it is we got to see in some ways more of the I'm going to call it the old Ahsoka. So one one of my I'm not sure complaints is quite the right word, but um, personal hangups or personal issues I've had with Ahsoka th through her appearances in The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, and then really the beginning of, of even this series is that Ahsoka was really stoic, almost dour. And that was never her character in, certainly in the Clone Wars, where she's still kind of a kid, 
but even into Rebels, where she's she's serious, but you can still sort of see the her that that lighter side that she had when she was growing up. Well, now where is that? Is she just has she outgrown fun? <laughs> right, and now that she's when when everything hits the fan and the battle starts here, you see some of that. Not to say that she can only have fun while she is laying the righteous smackdown on somebody, but her her interactions with Sabine, right? Their dialogue back and forth. Um, her letting go was really cool. So. One of the things Sabine has been training as Ahsoka's Padawan, right? And so Ahsoka is very much in the mentor-teacher, do-what-I-say role, okay? So here they are, they're fighting. Ahsoka is dodging and weaving, and it's making it hard for Sabine back in the tail gunner's chair to do anything. And then Ahsoka realizes she needs to let go and let Sabine drive the action there. And so she she calls back, says, okay, what do you need? And Sabine said, okay, we'll go dive now to set up my shot. Okay, she says, it worked, I missed, but okay. And Sabine says, all right, cool, we'll do it again. And Sabine starts directing the action. And when that happens, you see Ahsoka sort of lighten up a little bit, and it's really cool to see for her character. And then, of course, seeing her throw on a spacesuit and uh, go all lightsaber on starfighters was <laughs> super fun. So, so yes, all of that was cool. Uh, we got to see more of Hu Yang, of course, and... <laughs> Sassy Huang is is fun. David Tennant is is fun to begin with, and we really get to see more of his uh, his fun sassy acting chops here, and it's it was great. Huang is a fun character. I I'm really excited to 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 see him back from Rebels or from the Clone Wars, actually. But he's not the only snarky one out here in this episode, of course. Um, Hottie also has some uh, snark in her, which is fun. It's nice to see a little more uh, of her personality shine through. She's been sort of the, I don't know, grim, dark, stoic, fierce, I am the the baddest, toughest person here, and I'm just going to glare at you and be bad and tough and... And yeah, she's we're seeing a little bit more of her uh, her personality and her snarky responses back to Elsbeth shows that uh, you know not all is happy and perfect in that uh, that partnership. You know, Elsbeth hired Skull and his apprentice Hottie to. Uh, help they're hired thugs and that doesn't mean that they get along 100% they haven't totally bought into everything so that was fun to see 
And I'm hoping we'll see more because that I think we'll see some good stuff from that character, but haven't seen a lot from Hadi yet. So at least really showing her personality. So fun, fun there. Oh, and then we got to see Jason Sindula. Oh, this was cool. Now, for those of you who have not seen Rebels, you need to change that. Okay, Rebels is awesome. But a couple of the main characters in Rebels are, of course, Harris and Dula, who we've seen in the first two parts, and Kane and Jarrus. Now, Kane and Jarrus is an alias for um, Caleb Dune, or Doom, actually. It was got an M, not an N. And Kanan was a, he was a Jedi Padawan when Order 66 hits. His master was killed by the clones, but he escaped. You actually see that escape in the first episode of The Bad Batch. Well, he, we step into the, into Rebels and he and Hera obviously have a thing going. And it's... I saw one report say it was on again, off again. I don't think it was ever off again. It's just we didn't necessarily see it as much. But they've mentioned it mentioned a few times in Rebels that... They talk about how they just have not had as much time together as they used to. And... When... Uh, when the epilogue hits for Rebels, a few a few episodes after Kanan has had to sacrifice himself to get the team out and to rescue Hera, I think it was that whole um, that whole adventure. We find out that uh, they spent a little time before she left. Getting busy, apparently, because she has a child who was is apparently Kanan's son, and it's it's weird. I have no idea how the genetics between a human and a Twi'lek work. He does not have the Leku, but he has very green hair. So, you know, something's going on there. But it was great to see him. They they, they name dropped him earlier. But now we get to see it. Oh, yeah, he's been running around the ship with Chopper. You know, a boy and his dog, right? But there, there was some really meaty stuff in that brief two or three line scene with Jason. He comes up. Hera is, is sort of waiting for the New Republic senatorial council to approve a, a mission to go help uh, help Ahsoka and Jason shows up while Hera's out in the hallway and says oh is it true Aunt Sabine's going to be a Jedi and Hera says well you know maybe Jason's like I want to be a Jedi and Hera's look as she, she reaches down hand on his head or shoulder. It's like, I I know you do. 
So it's and that uh, the way she said it, the smile she gives him, really makes me feel like he did not inherit Kanan's force abilities. Now, there's it's also possible that she's reluctant to tr to see him train or or let him train as a Jedi because most of the Jedi she's known have died or been lost. You know, Kanan was killed, uh, Ezra's gone, lost, officially. And she doesn't necessarily want that for Jason. But, now, my take on it is that he didn't... He didn't get that native Force talent that Ahsoka was talking to Sabine about as part of his uh, genetic makeup. And... You know, that's, I mean, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just interesting to see that, you know, he maybe he's not going to get that training. And it's not as if we, we're not, we don't have Jedi in the galaxy. I mean, they're few and far between, but Hera is one of the leaders of the New Republic military. She's frequently talking to, well, Chancellor Mothma, Mon Mothma, the head of the New Republic, is on a first-name basis <laughs> with Hera, um, asking about family. They they are obviously comfortable enough together that they've, I think they, they've socialized, shall we say. And that's going to have her rubbing shoulders potentially with Leia and maybe with Luke. Now, Luke... My understanding of the history is he sort of left the New Republic to go off to rebuild the Jedi Order. But that doesn't mean that, you know, we, we know Leia was trained by Luke. We saw that in um, The Rise of Skywalker. But so Leia, I'm not saying she would have sensed it, but... Hera may have had that discussion. She may have talked to Leia and said, hey, his father was a Jedi. What's, uh, can you tell, does he have force abilities? Can he be trained? What's going on? It, it is certainly within the realms of possibility that they've had those discussions and they realized, yeah, Jason doesn't have it. But, could be totally wrong. It could just be that they haven't manifested yet. I don't know when Jedi a Jedi's Force abilities do manifest. Ahsoka apparently was at a very, very young age. Luke? Uh, maybe not so much. I don't know. We don't see a lot of his childhood. He's out there making vroom-vroom noises with his spaceships, you know, so... Though it, it, I don't know, it, it seems to Obi-Wan that uh, Luke should be trained at, at, at 10 or 12. So maybe something shows up. So all of this is, is really fun. For the, the lore canon junkies and stuff, this is all very cool stuff. The, all of the, the force lore between Sabine being trained but without the native talent. Very fun. And then, what's going on with Jason? 
Now, there's one last thing that we're we're starting to see is we're seeing a, a little bit of the internal politics of the new republic. And I'm not meaning um, sort of the political philosophies of different people, right? What we're seeing is the new republic is very weak. I saw somebody complain that in... Um, uh, uh, Mandalorian that oh everything looks like sunshine and roses for the New Republic and that you never that's never the case yes the New Republic's out there they're working they're sort of the uh, galactic police force right but they frequently see comments like the New Republic is very thin they're not out here we have to fend for ourselves and we know from the Aftermath series and, of course, the, the sequel trilogy that the New Republic didn't work out, right? They tried. Mothma disbanded the fleet as soon as she could. And uh, they took a route that basically let the First Order walk in. And you're starting to see some of that weakness especially at the high, highest levels of government in this episode, right? See, Hera wants to go take a task force out to, uh, and I'm blanking on the name of the planet, I'm sorry, but the, she wants to take her task force out to this planet and help Ahsoka find Thrawn and, in Hera's words, prevent a war. But... That you've got members of the uh, the that sort of council that's like, yeah, no, we don't want to get involved with any of this, and there's definitely seems to be some some of that political tension between that faction and Mon Mothma, who is a pacifist at heart, I think, because you get from the aftermath books that said she wants to disband the uh, the new, new Republic military as quickly as possible. Now, because she's trying to avoid anything that looks like they might be the Empire reborn. And I, that ended up, I think, being a little bit of a mistake. Now, the Aftermath books, I don't like them at all. There's some fun stuff in there, but... I don't like the writing style. This isn't a book report on it. But there is some good stuff there if you want to dive in. That and the, the book Bloodlines by Claudia Gray, which is a good book and follows Leia on an adventure just about uh, just about the time the Empire falls. Right? She's... I, I think she's just learned that she's pregnant with uh, Ben. But she just knows she's pregnant with Ben? Or or no, they've had Ben and Ben's out training with Luke. I, I, I don't remember exactly where it falls in the timeline now. I'm sorry. But Leia's serving as a... I don't know if she's actually still a senator. Um, she's definitely still with the uh, New Republic military. And then somebody drops that she's Leia's daughter, or Leia, she's Leia's, that Leia is Vader's daughter, 
and she gets sort of forced out of everything. But you can you see some of those cracks in the government showing there as well. And I think it's it's interesting to see that hey, the empire fell, but because Palpatine died and has disappeared. But the New Republic did not step up. Okay, it it they tried, but there are enough people within the New Republic. They said they've got imperial sympathizers, apparently. They've got ex-imperials everywhere, which is not unusual. Similar to after World War II, there were there were Nazis throughout the infrastructure you know, rebuilding in uh, Germany. But most of them, and I think it, it's right, most of them are not, you know, long live the empire, like the dude shouted at in episode two. But a lot of them probably are. They're just hiding it really well. And as the First Order grows, uh, you start to see some of the those, uh, those loyalties start to weaken the New Republic, perhaps. So, we'll see. We'll see how this goes, but whatever happens, they did not allow Hera to take a task force out to help Ahsoka. Now, I know Hera from Rebels. If there's something she thinks needs to get done, she she does it. And we, we've already seen in the trailers that she ends up in the ghost. I think what's going to end up happening is she, she's going to tell the New Republic to pound sand. She's going to take the ghost and go to help Ahsoka. And Jason's probably going to end up there with her. If the, if the uh, Lego set is any spoiler, Jason's going to hop in the, sh- in the ship with her, and it's going to be Hera and Chopper and Jason, and they are going to take off to help Ahsoka no matter what else is going on. So, lots of fun, exciting things. We're we're in episode three. I think it's an eight-episode series. I am so excited to see where this goes. We do know there's going to be a hunt for Hera and Sabine in in the forest where they landed to make repairs. Um, I fully expect to see Sabine in full Mandalorian kit just rocking some people's worlds. (laughs) <laughs> right. And of course, Ahsoka full on Jedi, your your henchmen are no match <laughs> for my happy lightsaber spinning action. So this is gonna be fun. I have been loving this series. Is it as deep as and serious as Andor? No. And it was never going to be. But I've said it for many years, the best Star Wars storytelling has been in animation. It's been in the Clone Wars. It was in Rebels. I never did see Rise of the Resistance. Uh, apparently one of the senators shows up in that show too. But but the, the storytelling in Clone Wars and Rebels was top-notch. Some of the best out there. And you can see why people really love Filoni because he was driving a lot both of those shows. And... I think we're seeing some of that here. But it's not it's not the serious type of show that Andor is. But I think it's been more fun 
than the Mandalorian was. So definitely get into the show. If if you have not started watching this, it's out there now. It's on Disney Plus. So the first as this drops, the first four parts will be out. Obviously. I'm recording this on oh, what is it today? August 31st. And and this is going to go up on which is Thursday, right? This the new episode drops a couple of days from now as I'm recording. So on on Tuesday evening. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um and I'm happy to chat about it after I've after I've seen it. Um uh, which uh said I'm excited. I am so excited for this show. It's been so good. For me as a fan of Ahsoka and as a fan of Star Wars, this has been this has been great. So We'll talk about it more because said I'm loving this. And that's what Music Free Static is for, is for me to talk about things I love. So until next time, may the force be with you. And this is Music Free Static signing off.